Welcome to Aligned and Ambitious Radio. I'm your host, Taylor Slanko, business coach, entrepreneur, dog mom to Marley, and iced coffee obsessed. I help women build businesses that give them total freedom with their time and money without sacrificing the things that are important to them. I was able to scale my business and brand well beyond six figures in sales my first year because I was focused on staying aligned and ambitious. I did things my own way, I wrote my own rules, and I believe your business is your playground. There's no one strategy, one size, or one way to build the business of your dreams. Through this podcast, I'm committed to peeling back the curtain and sharing the behind the scenes of my own business. So we'll talk about everything from mindset to strategies to marketing, and of course, how to make more money. I'm so happy you're here. Now let's dive into this week's episode. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. This week, we have a very special guest, one of my good friends, Madeline Rose, and she is all about helping female entrepreneurs really balance their healthy lifestyle, create more sustainability, and just overall helps you guys understand why that matters and why that's so important. And I know I can speak firsthand, like I have really struggled with health and wellness and reaching my goals and getting to the weight I want and feeling good and having a healthy mindset. And I'm just really excited for this conversation. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm super excited to chat with your audience and with you excited to just just kind of flow and see what comes out of this. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you just tell us how you got started in this space and how you saw the need for it, most importantly? Yeah. So I started health and fitness coaching right, actually, right in the middle of college. So I graduated from college in 2017. I'd say in 2015 is really when I started like stepping up and helping people. But at that time, honestly, I was still struggling with a healthy lifestyle. I was kind of like an obsessed fitness person, kind of on a cycle of like good and bad foods and all the stuff that kind of, I'm going to talk about later, that holds you back from actually achieving a balanced, healthy lifestyle. But when I graduated from college, that's when my mindset really shifted into helping people achieve balance. And I worked in an in-person gym and I just noticed that so many females and males we're struggling with, how do I do this long-term? How do I be healthy long-term? And that is kind of where I saw the need. So I was coaching in person and then I shifted online, but I was doing in person and online. So I was helping my clients, obviously with the training and nutrition part, but then also really, I found that it was just like the mindset that was making it hard for them because they can come show up for a session and get their workout with me. But that's only an hour, you know, the other 23 hours of the day is where it matters the most. And if they have some, a really bad mindset when it comes to health and fitness, it fucks them up. So yeah, I did online uh, with just regular corporate women. And then I, I started working with just, I had entrepreneurs just being attracted to me. So I was working with entrepreneurs without that being my quote unquote niche. But I noticed just first off, I, I vibe so well with entrepreneurs because I'm an entrepreneur, but uh, also just I saw how much worse the mindset was for the entrepreneur because I felt like the all or nothing mindset was bleeding from fitness into their business as well. Mm. So I felt like if I taught, if I helped more entrepreneurs get over the all or nothing mindset in their health and fitness, it would bleed into their business and help them grow their business as well, which is what has been happening. And honestly, what happened for me when I 
I shouldn't say when I, but me learning how to balance my healthy, like healthy lifestyle is what has helped my business grow. So that yeah. is really in, in October is why I switched to fully diving head in for head first into helping female entrepreneurs. It's funny that you say that because I remember my mindset when I was balancing my nine to five and my side business at the time. And I kept telling myself, once you work for yourself, once you leave your nine to five, like then you're going to have all the time in the world. You're going to dial in your nutrition. And it sounded so logical because I'd have more free time. I'd be working for myself on my own rules. And I left that job and I was full time in my business and it, it took quite a couple months and I still wasn't taking it seriously. And I had a moment where I was like, I literally am my own boss. I literally have never had more like control over my time. And I thought that that was the reason that I like wasn't healthy, quote unquote, I'm making air quotes for you guys who are listening. So I totally hear that. And I think that's just going back to the mindset of like, you have to wait or like when this, then that. So you mentioned the, the all or nothing mindset. I know that's a big part of your curriculum. I have so struggled with that in so many capacities. So tell the listeners what that is and they can kind of self-identify to see if that's something they're struggling with. Yeah. So the all or nothing mindset is the belief that you have to be all in or all out. And then also as Taylor kind of mentioned, I like the way she put it. It's like, when this, then that. So you're always thinking of, I can only do this if that, and you're never, ever approaching it from, I can be both, I can do both. So the all or nothing mindset, another way to kind of look at it, if you're kind of not getting that all in, all out aspect, think of it as like black and white. Like you're seeing things either all black or all white. There's no gray. Mm -hmm. But when you actually beat the all or nothing mindset, you realize we're all just multiple shades of gray. Like it's kind of like, if you think back to, I used to really struggle with this part in my business. I didn't realize, I didn't feel that I could be a successful businesswoman, but also be like a really good uh, fiance and a really good sister. Like I had such a hard time. I was all, all or nothing in that mindset, in that space. But when I kind of, when I really worked on it, honestly, the last year has been the biggest shift in my own mindset with the, this all or nothing thinking when I realized that we're all in shades of gray, that's when I started to be more successful in my business. I saw even more success in my healthy lifestyle because y'all like this never stops. It's like, right. you always are just getting better. Just like with business, like you're always getting better. You're always I was growing. Literally just going to parallel this whole thing to business because I think it also goes back to the abundant mindset. Like in business so often, it's like when I hit 10K months, then I'll do this thing. Or like when I hit this, whatever milestone you think is important, that's not even important, then I'll do that thing. Or like, oh, I'll do this and then I won't do this over here. And it's like, why can't you have both? Like say literally such a good parallel. Like you can make a million dollars and also like have time for yourself and also like be a good leader. Just like you can also eat a chocolate chip cookie and also like eat well 80% of the time and find that balance. So I love that it really is such a parallel that ties back to mindset being the core issue for both things. And like you said, they do bleed over whether you're aware of it or not. A hundred percent. Most people that are struggling with the all or nothing mindset with their health and fitness are struggling in their business somewhere. So I'm not saying that you aren't doing, you aren't successful. If you're identifying right now with the black and white all or nothing mindset, you may be successful in your business right now, but you could be even more successful in your business and in your health. If you mm -hmm. were to kind of work through that part, I loved what you said about abundance mindset versus scarcity, because I talk about that all the time with food. 
if you are constantly thinking, like for example, people that struggle with binge eating or just emotional eating, the scarcity mindset comes up so much when they have a treat. So let's let's call them cheat meals. That's what people call them. I'm about you know? to feel so fucking called out right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's let's talk about it then, Taylor. Let's let's do this. We feel like oh my God, okay, so I am, let's, I'm just talking, let's put quotations around me, like I'm, I'm a client, okay? Okay, so Madeline told me that I need to be eating balanced, and my meals need to be balanced, so how do I fit a cheat meal in there? Hmm, and then when I eat a cheat meal, that's going to be my one cheat meal for like, I won't have another cheat meal until next week, so I'm going to go hard on this cheat meal, and that is so, that's not abundance mindset, y'all, like, if you were in the abundance mindset when it came to food, you'd realize, hey, I can have this milkshake anytime I want. Hey, I could have this tomorrow if I wanted to. Like, so we need to honestly shift the mindset from scarcity to abundance with our food. And food is the biggest thing. Like everyone knows, like you can, you can work out all day if you, if you like to do that. But like if your nutrition's not in check and if you're operating from that scarcity mindset with your food, you're going to have a hard time meeting whatever goals that, that, you're, that you have, whether it is weight loss, whether it is just feeling healthier, you're going to have a hard time. Yeah. And I've been super transparent with my audience. They've kind of been watching my wellness. I don't even want to call it fitness. I want to call it like wellness journey develop and not like, you know, overnight, but in the last, I would say four to five months taking it really seriously. But I want to give you guys an example of like what the all or nothing mindset used to look like for me. For me, it was like, well, it's my husband's birthday and I'm going to eat cake. So like if I eat cake, what's the point of working out? Like, why would I negate it? Why would I do that? That's so dumb. So I'd have the cake and then I wouldn't work out or like I'd work out and be like, well, I literally just worked out. I'm not going to have the cake and compromise the workout when that's, that's exactly what it would look like for me. I'd be like, well, I'm not working out or I'm not eating the thing. And I would just like bounce back and forth when I was missing the whole point of balance and sustainability because I went through a program I don't even know if you know this Madeline but I went through a program that was like so all or nothing the most like unrealistic diet plan I've ever been on um I had to work out five times a week which was fine but it was like very rigid and I lost like 45 pounds and it almost fucked me worse because once I realized that in order to maintain how I looked I had to maintain that it was really <laughs> defeating like, it was like, I know I have to make a trade-off now and like, this isn't sustainable. And I know all that work I put in, like, honestly, like the suffering, I was like getting sick. It was like awful is all for nothing because now I'm going to gain the weight back because I don't know how to balance it. And I, like, that was years ago, but like, talk about balance. What does that even look like? Is that possible to achieve? Yeah. You know what? Balance is possible to achieve, but I think that if you look at it from an all or nothing perspective of like, I want to achieve balance and that's it, you kind of get fucked up again, you know? Yeah. Like you have to think that every single day is a balancing act, you know? Yep. So I kind of want to touch on what you said of like, you did a program, lost 45 pounds. When we talk about this all or nothing mindset, it's not saying that it doesn't work, right? Right, right. Works. You can 100% go and lose weight or whatever your, the hell your goal is, but- like Taylor said afterwards, she knew she was going to have to kind of either stay and, and do all that rigid shit, or she was going to have to pull back. And that would mean her results would come back, which 
that's where you kind of have to decide what do I really want? Do I really care that much about being a size zero or do I care more about being a size four, like feeling healthy and also enjoying freaking cake on my husband's birthday. Right. You know? So I believe that balance is a hundred percent attainable, but we have to take away the, the, I think the drive to just getting to balance and realize that every single day is kind of, it's a process. It's a process always to be in balance. Yeah. I love that you say that because I also was like very end result oriented where I was like, I'll lose 20 pounds. And like, that's kind of where it ends. And like, you know, even in business, it's like, you can set a goal for next month, but if you don't know like what comes after the month after that and how you're going to carry it through and like continue to grow and develop, it doesn't really matter. Like you're going to be stunted. So I would be like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. And then like, I wouldn't. So I'd be like, well, I didn't reach the goal. And it's like, it's what's that quote? It's not about the end destination. It's about the journey. I think that's like so true in wellness too. And like, for me, it used to be about the number and I didn't even care how I felt like it's so stupid. Like I could have, you know, lost 10 pounds and still felt awful, but would have felt like accomplished for some way. And I was telling my audience and I was telling you a couple of weeks ago, I started my new mindset, new kind of sustainability program, whatever routine you want to call it, January 6th of 2020. And now we're in the end of April, four months later. And it took me four months to lose 10 pounds, maybe more. I don't know. I haven't weighed myself in a couple of weeks and I really don't plan to like, I'm like maybe once a quarter we'll check in just out of curiosity. And the old me would have been so bummed. It took me that long to lose 10 pounds, but now I'm happy. It took that long because I feel like it's going to stay off longer because that's about finding the balance and that's why it took longer, but it still feels just as good. Let's be real. It goes down in the Instagram DMs nowadays. In fact, 90% of my sales, and I've done well over six figures in sales and counting, come from my Instagram DMs. I've put together an entire roadmap and strategy with real screenshot examples for you to sell in the DMs. Go to taylorslango.com slash Instagram to grab your free copy. Okay, now back to the episode. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'd say that a lot of entrepreneurs just, it's just the entrepreneur, like our characteristics and you don't have to be an entrepreneur to relate to this really, but like our characteristics of people who start businesses driven, ambitious as fuck, like goal oriented. Like we want to hit results. We want to see it like the data, but that is kind of what ends up fucking us up most of the time because we do lose sight of that process, the journey, which is where where you kind of, if you're focused on the end result, you'll, you won't even recognize the process. Yes. Like so true. Like you won't, like you have no, you, it's impossible for you to realize all of the little wins along the way. If you are focused only on, I need to lose 20 pounds in three months because you're tw- the 20 is going to be that what you're always focusing on and you're going to get on the scale and if you're never closer to it, you're all of the good things that you did that day go out the window. So something I do with all my clients is I literally make them tell me before they tell me a physical win, a win that was like, Hey, I lifted heavier today or Hey, I woke up and drank water today. Like those things are so much more valuable than, Hey, I lost two inches off my waist because the pounds they're going to fucking come off. And fluctuate. 
And they're going to, exactly. And they're going to fluctuate depending on seasons of your life. Right. But the action steps, that's what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. Like the action steps get you to that result. So why not focus on the action steps and focus on, I told Taylor this last week, like keep three promises to yourself a day. Like make those something that you focus on. And at the end of the day, oh my God, I kept three promises myself. Those are my wins. And I promise if you keep on keeping promise to yourself daily and focus on the action steps, you'll get the result. Maybe not as fast as you want it to, but I promise the results will start happening a little bit faster too because you're so focused on the action steps. Like it's such a weird, it's such a hard thing to explain to people because they're like, wait, you just told me I'd lose weight slower, but now you're telling me it's going to come faster. You'll start to recognize wins that aren't just physical faster if you focus on the action steps yeah. and promises you keep. Oh my God. I'm like so big on how my clothes fit. And like the reality is for my body specifically, I'm very aware that I can like start to get into a workout routine and my clothes will start to fit differently. That does not mean the scale number changes for me. And if I was going based off of that, I would be mind fucked and probably not feel better in my clothes, even though the reality is like they do fit looser or whatever that looks like. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because our brains are freaking powerful dude like when I was knee deep or not even knee deep I'd say like neck deep in like my obsession with losing weight and obsession with being smaller for some reason and that's a really complex topic but like when I was deep in that like I would be noticing my clothes fitting differently and I would get and be like oh my god I'm gonna get on the scale <gasps> it's right. gonna be down it's gonna be down let me get on it and then I get on it and it'd be like up and I'd be like well, fuck. Well, I might as well go eat the whole thing of almond butter now. Like legit, that was my brain. And it's so sad. And literally almost every client I work with besides like a little bit higher level who come to me just for like tweaking, you know, almost every single client that comes to me is in that, in that space. Like, so I actually, if my clients have that bad of a mindset around the scale, because some are like, I have clients on a little bit of a range here. Like some are like, I don't give a fuck. Some are like, oh my God, the scale rules my life. And I'm like, get like, I am not an all or nothing coach either. Like I don't handle each person the same. Like I really, you really can't in the health and fitness industry, even if you run a membership or group program. That's why I like to kind of personalize as much as I can, obviously given what I offer, but some clients do not use a scale as their tool because there's so many other tools. Some clients are using a measurement tape and then some clients, if that even fucks with their head, they're using a tight pair of clothing every single, every two weeks. I have them get into a pair of clothing that they want to feel comfortable in. And that is how we're measuring. So ladies, legit, if you are listening to this and you hate the scale, it fucks with your brain. And you really need to be honest with yourself too, because so many ladies aren't, they're like, yeah, no, the scale doesn't affect me. But it, if, if it's affecting your food choices that you make, if you find yourself going to eat something right after getting on the scale, and if you find that you just did a workout, you get on the scale and you don't feel good about the fact that you worked out, the scale is fucking with you. So, so get it out of the, you don't have to get rid of it forever, but for now, like it is imperative that you don't use it as your tool. Yeah. Find a piece of tight clothing, dress, pants, whatever you want to do, and put it on every two weeks, especially if you're in the process right now of trying to lose some weight or get healthier and physical yeah. results matter. They do matter to people, which is fine. Physical results can matter, but 
you need to have multiple ways of measuring progress that aren't just physical as yeah. well. I'm glad that you mentioned that too, because like, I don't want to paint the picture like physical results, like weren't the driving force for me either. But like now, now it's in a different, I guess, capacity when I think of physical results, because like, you know, there are people that are like smaller, quote unquote, and I'm saying this gently that are like trying to gain weight as much as there are bigger, like people who feel bigger that want to lose weight. And it's such an objective scale. And like, you don't have to reach a certain size or whatever to like feel good and be healthy, let alone like you can be healthy and be at like a weight that maybe scares you because of whatever conditioning you have. But I want to talk a little bit about the mindset behind it because you know, and most people listening know, normally when I was going through like some sort of switch up of routine where I was starting to take it seriously, it was because I literally hated my body. Like I hated my body. I hated myself in my body. I hated the way things fit me. I hated going shopping. I hated being in pictures with friends. It's like, if you have this hate that that's your underlying motivation, it is going to be so fucking miserable because it's literally driven by hate for yourself. And I know it sounds really harsh, but like that's bluntly what was happening to me. And when I went into this year, it was like, I'm going to shift the story, even if I don't buy into it right away. <laughs> um, I know that like I will and tell myself like, I'm doing this because I love my body. I appreciate my body. My body has work to do. My brain has work to do. Like my nutrition affects like my eyesight, like my thinking capacity, like my strategic thinking. And this will kind of segue into why it's important to be healthy as an entrepreneur and how that fuels you. But I want to see if you've seen that before, because when I had that realization of like, oh my gosh, it was the underlying motivator that was like impacting the sustainability. It was just like the biggest aha moment for me because same in business. Like I don't, I'm not hustling in my business because I hate myself. Like <laughs> I know I deserve like, you know, abundance and working with clients and all of those things, but it wasn't translating into my health goals. Yeah. Honestly, that I feel as I feel as if a lot of women, that's usually where the fitness and health, that's where we get into fitness. And mm. most women start a health fitness journey out of hate for themselves. Honestly, yeah. you're not alone in that. Like that is always, I, I can say 99% of the women I work with, that is the underlying motivator. Like they'll say, they'll say, yeah, I care about my health. But when it comes to actually doing the work and and what they say to me when they don't see a physical result, that's how I know that it is their underlying motivator. Now, I have a different, I don't know if it's different. You kind of mentioned a little bit of what I believe, but also I don't believe that you can just shift into, I'm doing this because I love my body. Because if you're very deep, very, very deep in the, right. I really hate myself, it's really hard to say, I just love myself now. That's what I'm gonna, why I'm going to do this. So I try to get my clients who are in that brain space and it takes, it takes, takes a bit for me to find out if like they really are in that brain space because people are trying to protect their reputation they're gonna you're gonna like you right now listening to this you might be trying to protect your reputation like I don't hate myself but like start paying attention to how you really talk to yourself especially on workouts eating stuff like that but looking in the mirror exactly after you're on the scale Mm -hmm. yeah so I try to shift my clients from I hate myself to I'm neutral about my body Hmm. and I love that Yeah. Being neutral will help them again, going from, I hate to, I love is kind of, I mean, it's black and white. It's It's contrast. It is. And I'm glad that you said that because I left out a very important note of like, 
I did a lot of like self love and self healing work, like in my putting physical and health completely aside. Like I had to do some deep work over just like personal development where like, I like, I had to like myself as a human being first before like valuing my body and taking care of it. So I will say that there was like definitely a time in between where I had to say, Oh wait, I like myself, which developed into wait, because I like myself, I'm doing this thing. Yeah. I like that you kind of clarified that because definitely ladies, it's, it's something honestly this is why like weight loss and all this stuff is so gray and why so many people are on the cycle of losing gain losing gain losing gain like it's a tough subject especially if you've been like for me like I had been trying to lose weight since I was 10 years old like I used to like I was never diagnosed with the eating disorder but I would starve myself at times I remember distinct moments when I was literally in the garage stuffing my face with gushers as many as I could like just to feel better for whatever reason. So it's weight loss is a tough, tough thing. But going back into like shifting into the neutral position about your body, you don't have to love your body right now, because it's just not you don't have to do it to start making changes. You have to shift into being neutral because and Taylor kind of mentioned this of like when she was sharing her story about this of herself, like she started to think of all the ways that exercising was helping with this over losing weight. So let's, let's transition it into business. I know Taylor's spoken to me before, like when she started working out, she was had more energy to show up for her business. So if you start putting those as your focus and those little goals is like, ha, if I work, I recognize that when I work out, I am so much more motivated to work like those types of things, focusing on that, that is going to help you not only propel your health goals, but propel your business goals. That's why it's so important for entrepreneurs to have like a workout routine to be mindful of their nutrition because we as creators, our brains are what really produce our results, right? We're creators. We're always having all these ideas and it has been scientifically proven that if your nutrition is not, I'm going to call it in check, but like you're not eating a ton of super nutritious foods, like whole foods, not, not as much process. And I'm not saying that you have to completely cut process. Remember that all or nothing mindset ladies, but to take care of yourself, you need to be eating well, and it's, it's going to help in your business. You'll notice it right away. All my, all the clients that I work with that honestly, I work with entrepreneurs, mostly one-on-one. They tend to like one-on-one more than anything else. And they come to me with, I'm not sleeping well. I have no energy in the mornings. I have no energy to show up uh, on camera because I don't feel confident in my body. So the first thing that we target is their sleep and then their energy. So we get them first off getting to sleep earlier and getting off their damn phones. (laughs) I know you do this really well, Taylor, or I I don't see you on Instagram past like seven or something like that. But so getting off their phones and the movement helps with the sleep as well. So people don't really correlate this, but like when you start moving, you're expending energy. We're always expending energy. We oh, spend yeah. a lot of energy just in doing our business, but moving also, it's a physical energy, right? So you're going to be more tired. You'll fall asleep quicker. <laughs> Two weeks into my like workout routine, I was like literally so tired by 8.30. And what I compare it to, and again, a parallel to business is like when we have a funnel or a launch or something, we're like doing everything to optimize it. Like we're lo- like looking at every number, every factor, every everything, and we're tweaking and we're putting focus to like make it the best of, of its ability. And I started to think about 
about that and the mindset of like, I want to optimize my body. Like I want to optimize my brain. I want to optimize my energy because holy shit, like imagine what, what is going to optimize in my business just from like optimizing myself. So for people out there who are like night owls, like, fuck you guys, I'm going to stay up till 2am. Like it's great. And you might be in flow, but like, you're not optimizing yourself to the fullest of its ability. And if it was something that was making you money, would you optimize it? Yeah. Yeah, I love that you brought that up. And I love that you brought up the night owl because I have a really a polarizing opinion. I tell people that are night owls that they're not really night owls. Like, that's a nice way of saying it. Like, trust me, babe, you're not a night owl. You are just in the habit of staying up way too late and having caffeine way too late. Okay. Yes. Let me just say right now, stop drinking caffeine after 12. Okay. Not good for your body. Our bodies are meant to sleep. <laughs> I'm literally holding up a coffee cup at 1.30 p.m., but don't judge me. I got a new coffee machine today. Let, you know, let me be not so black and white about that. This is how you should approach caffeine. It affects you for up to eight hours. Okay. So, so work backwards. When do you want to fall asleep? Don't drink coffee. If you want to fall asleep at eight, you need to stop drinking at 12. Or if you want to be at least getting tired at eight, because it, it messes with your melatonin. Like, yeah, and yeah. your circadian rhythms, like, but night owls, like your circadian rhythm is just not optimized. It is not optimal right now. And I promise you, you do have the ability to sleep at nighttime because it, it's a human thing. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah I love that. <laughs> cool. But yeah. Oh, this is so good. Tell everyone where they can connect with you because you are honestly so full of knowledge and you just put it in terms that's so easy to understand and connect to. And it's so much more holistic than we all think. So I just like really value your outlook on the entire subject. Thank you so much. Yes, I really try to take the holistic viewpoint and just know everyone's an individual, but everyone can find me. I hang out the most on Instagram. Um, my handle's at Madeline underscore Rose. That's literally the biggest place I'm at. I show up every single day on Instagram. I have like a two year streak consistency. Ooh. Consistency queen. Yeah. I show up every day. Just a part. It's a part of showing up and giving value to my audience. You know, like even if I'm just showing them my breakfast and telling them why like a good morning routine is going to help them have a good positive rest of their day. It's, it's just important for me to show up for my people. So yeah, that's where they can find me. Yay. Okay. We will put the link to that into your Facebook group as well. So they can connect with you in all the places, but thank you so much for being on the show. If you guys love this episode, be sure to screenshot it and tag both Madeline and myself so we can connect with you guys in the DMS. Yay. Yeah. I can't wait to talk to you. I'm really friendly in the DMS. So don't be afraid to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. See you guys next week. That's a wrap. If you loved this episode, be sure to screenshot it, post it on your Instagram story, and tag me. To stay up to date on all things Aligned and Ambitious, make sure you're subscribed to the show, and I'm always so grateful when you leave a review. New episodes drop every single Monday, and during the in-between, you can find me hanging out on Instagram. So I hope to connect with you over there, and I'll see you next week.